Hey, Dieter, why don't you sing us a song, man? Do something for us. Do a little something, a little jig. Summer wind, Glenn, some, some summer wind. Let's do some summer wind, yeah. Another edition of Ryan and Adam's show. Hello, my name is Adam. Oh yeah, hey, my name is Ryan. Welcome to uh, Ryan and Adam's Excellent Podcast. And that was just Ween with 
Summer Wind. And if that didn't put a smile on your face, then pull over and just walk out of your car right I, now. I love I've always loved that. I like the last week's we started with Primus, now we start with Ween. I always loved that um the Primus Ween combo. Yeah, well, we saw Primus and uh, Dean Ween group open for them, which was pretty cool. But I always loved that song, the Summer Wind by Dean Ween by Ween. I always thought that was just so fucking good. The earnestness and uh, the the keyboard, the yeah. piano in the, it. The audience, it's just perfect. And here we are at the end of summer. It's uh, t- we're, 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 we're f- towards the end of summer and... Uh, I always think like I, I remember in the last Christmas episode I said how um, or maybe Halloween one I said how Christmas in both of them I said Christmas is always kind of bittersweet like the holidays and I think summer is too maybe it's because you're off of school both of those times but like the end of summer for me I love summer but it's always a very sort of like bittersweet kind of like ah I didn't do everything I could have <laughs> done and was it wasn't especially this fucking summer where even yeah. the fun times had like an asterisk over them. Trust me, I know the, the yeah, feeling of that. The shadow over everything. But um, but uh, yeah, I always love that song. I am a uh, a fall guy by nature. I think I'd like summer a lot more if I wasn't from New Jersey, because I I think the Jersey summers are brutal. Not, they're not good. I um, not even temperature wise. There's just something about. I do think it's the school thing. Okay. There's a feeling of freedom in the summer. There's just like an instinctual for me, an instinctual feeling of like vacation, freedom. I don't. I think it's because like when you're a kid. But I love fall. I feel like to be honest with you, I naturally. I don't know if I will this fall, but usually I like naturally come alive in the fall. But it just goes so fast. You know, I love like Halloween and shit. Yeah, yeah. It just goes. It's my favorite holiday, but it goes so quick. Before you know it, falls over, and then the worst season. If there's a shadow over summer, <laughs> winter is the shadow. Like it's just a bleak, dark, cold. I can't stand winter, and now especially with my job, with the plowing, and uh, so fall. There's always like, oh, but I know what's coming next. But I love fall. I love it. I love flannel hoodies, all that shit. I think that this area of the country only has summer and winter. I, I, I that's think the problem. Fall lasts three weeks, and spring lasts about two weeks. Spring feels completely uh, non-existent. Sp- it does. Yeah. Spring is like is, is is seriously like the first ten minutes of like a movie. It's like getting you amped. Oh, things are getting warmer, and then ninety degrees in humidity. Like yeah. it's like you're done for. And fall, it really is only like we're in September now. It's still hot as shit. It's really only October if you're lucky. And then by November, it's freezing. It's getting cold. Yeah. It's just, and then you have winter for five fucking months. It's terrible. The weather here at every season is the worst, I think. Obviously, it could be worse, but like the, the weather in New Jersey sucks. And that is how we're going to start off like two old curmudgeon y <laughs> bastards. We, we started off pretty good talking about the weather. Yeah. And how it stinks. It stinks. The weather stinks, let me tell you. Especially if you start plowing. If oh, you, yeah, you're a plow guy. And you have to uh, be on call all winter so you can't do anything fun. And you're out fucking 40 hours doing <laughs> sidewalks and plowing. It's, it, I hate it. Can't, I can't go to, uh, well, there won't be any concerts this winter, so you won't really be missing much. This winter, I, I, yeah, this winter I probably won't be missing anything, but uh, we'll, see how, um, we'll see how it goes. How do you feel about the opening, the grand opening up of everything? 
I get why they're doing it. Like I was talking to Jeff because he manages the Thatchers and it was just like everyone's afraid of closing outdoor eating in the winter because then everyone's out of a job again. So it's like, well, we have to try and open things. I get it. I guess we'll see how that goes. <laughs> if it starts spreading like fucking fire again, we'll see. It's funny. On one hand, it's 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 like it's just everybody's so anxious about it. And yeah. they're like, oh, God, it's, it's too soon. It's too soon. And then you wonder, are the, is that person still going to be doing that? I mean, I don't really know. Nobody really knows the, the the science or what's happening. It's just a, you know, a CNN and Fox News just throwing shit up at the wall and seeing yeah. what sticks, arguing with each other. This guy said this, but it's really like this. But no one really has any fucking. Yeah, it's clue. more like this, but it's actually like this. Uh, no, we don't know what the heck is going now on. Now they're saying only six percent of people that have died from it uh, didn't have any other. Um, well, I I don't know about all that. I don't either. I'm not saying. Uh, any, by the way, none of that. I don't know that any of that's fact, and I also don't think that that means it's not serious. I'm just stating what somebody recently said. I think <laughs> I happen to think it is serious, and that people should wear their masks. And, yes. So so do I. Yeah. That's and I think that they probably should have just closed everything. It doesn't matter what. I, yeah. We're getting. I, into, I'm like that. Although I think what I just said. 30 seconds ago was contrary to that. It's I, tough to know. I just want everyone to know I wear a mask, all right? I wear a mask We all wear all masks. All the time. <laughs> I, we all wear them. I think um, in like five years, we'll really know what the hell was going on. <laughs> in five years, we'll be Christ, like- I hope it's sooner than that, my God. We'll be like, oh, that's what was going on during that time. And Whoa. Yeah, like until then- I don't think anybody has any freaking idea. I'm just, I just do, people are like, you're complacent if you wear a mask. We're all complacent already. They already. Yeah. Look at your phone. The phone yeah. that's in your pockets, tracking you everywhere. They got you by the balls You already. send your DNA to the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, yeah. Your fingerprints on the phone, your banking information. They got everything on you. Yeah, don't worry about a mask. Just put Get this it. stupid thing on your face, asshole, when you're buying stuff at the grocery store. Like, that's it, man. That's, I have the same feelings as you yeah. on it and it's just i hand sanitize i already did that yeah, you, anyway you sanitized for me thank you yeah we went to chili willies and got a couple of uh some- let me tell you today's episode is brought to you by chili willies burritos yeah what? give them give them a whirl oh my god unreal Bootin, people you gotta come to Bootin. you gotta come check out Bootin. come to Ryan and Jeff's house. Yeah, come visit. I got nothing going on. Crash on the couch. Go I ahead. might be doing that. I don't know. It, <laughs> feel, could, it could happen. Feel free. The truth coming to life. Come live on the couch. You can have the truth experience. For $75 <laughs> a night, you can sleep on Ryan and Jeff's couch in Bootin. By the way, I would be down with that. <laughs> if, uh, like, come. Your come. Airbnb. <laughs> I, why not? Come live in my house. I'm not doing anything. Come down. You can walk, wear a mask, walk down to Johnny's Tavern. They're open yeah. now. We'll hang out. We'll watch Deal or No Deal on Pluto TV. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were just watching. I was having a ball. I've never really watched Deal or No Deal until today. And let me tell you something. Watching Deal or No Deal on Pluto TV <laughs> could be the, the next great thing to do. People underestimate game shows. I think like in the 70s or whatever, game shows were huge. And then I think like um, every few years you have a new one. It was like, who wants to be a millionaire? Now do deal or no deal. Right. 
And now the new thing is like singing competitions, which is fine, but I think they got to get back to game shows because I think, man, they are so fun to just turn your brain off and watch like a shitty game well, show. We were watching an episode of Deal or No Deal that, in my opinion, was completely psychotic. Yeah. There was a an old woman who was using pictures of her family <laughs> to pick the cases and... It was so, and she kept getting amazing offers for her case and turning them down. And then she pulled like a picture of her grandson <laughs> and said, I want case number 17. And J- Jeremy it, says 17. And then there, you, there's $300,000 yeah. in it. Yeah, Jeremy, she now hates Jeremy. He's out of her will. Yeah, and I, I turned to Ryan and I said, this, this is on after The Running Man. You know, <laughs> like, this is the show that plays, it's, it's, demented it's it's a really a seriously demented show it's and then you have these people turning down that makes me so angry when someone gets offered like a hundred grand and they're like yeah but 300 grand is still on the board and you're like yo (laughs) fuck you like there's people killing themselves to get you're gonna get so much money for having done it's not even a quiz show you do nothing and you're going to fucking turn that down? Take the money. If anybody out there is a dealer no deal fan and there is a YouTube video that has the greatest misses, please send it to our email, <laughs> the truth, Ryan Adam at gmail.com, and I, I will send you a, a prize pack yeah. for that. I will send you a, a, a movie poster from the Emoji Movie because <laughs> for some reason I have 15 full-sized posters of the emoji movie. If you had a guess, <laughs> if you had a guess, what do you think the premise to the emoji movie is? Do you know the answer to this? No, and we're going to look it up. But let's both take a stab. What do you think the premise to the emoji cuz we've kind of done this a little before before and I'm I'm curious what do you think the premise of that movie is? I think since it's a movie for kids, I think the poop emoji is being picked on. And the other emojis are trying to lift the poop emoji up from his depressed, <laughs> his depressed state. The, the poop emoji is suicidal. Yes, and and the smiling emoji and the eggplant emoji—they all have to, <laughs> and the water drop emoji—they all have to save the poop emoji from depression. Yes, that's what I believe the premise is. Knowing. Nothing about that movie. I will take an honest-to-God stab, and I swear I don't know. I suspect the Emoji movie, there's going to be some kind of adventure. I think, like, Emoji World is in danger, and the Emojis have to get together. Maybe, like, Mean Emoji, like, Angry Emoji might be trying to destroy the world or something, and the Emojis have to get together to save the day. There's an adventure with the Emojis. Yeah, that's a much more likely <laughs> premise than what I thought And there's of. a romance between the eggplant and the water drop. So did, did you look this up? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm going to read it. <clears throat> okay. It got, a tw- it got a seven on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay. It came out in 2017. I still say O. All right. Hidden inside a smartphone, the bursting city of Texopolis is home to all emojis. Mm. Each emoji has only one facial expression, except for Gene, an exuberant emoji with multiple expressions. Determined to become normal like the other emojis, Gene enlists the help of his best friend, High Five, and a notorious code breaker called Jailbreak. During their travels through the other apps, 
the three emojis discover a great danger that could threaten their phone's very existence. Pretty close to what I guessed. Yes, I gotta <laughs> say. Uh, but that's... Maybe I saw the trailer and it, it just seems obvious. That's insane. TJ Miller, not, not a great dude from what I could tell. TJ Miller <laughs> plays Gene. James Corden, seems like a great dude, but I don't care for him. Plays High Five. <laughs> Anna Ferris, you're, you're... Oh, my girl, Anna. Yeah, she plays Jailbreak. Maya Rudolph plays Smiler. Patrick Stewart plays poop. There oh, nice. All right. Sophia Vergara, is that it? Right. Yes. She plays uh, Flamenca. Christina Aguilera plays Akio Glitter. I'm not going to read all of these. Who's the eggplant, though? <laughs> is it John Hamm? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up. There's a scene, because already eggplant scene came up. 17 of the most disturbing moments in the... Uh, <laughs> emoji movie? In the emoji movie. Oh, I got to watch that. Um... Netflix reveals plans for the emoji, the eggplant emoji movie about a severed penis. Well, that can't be true. Yeah, that's just like an. Oh, that, I think that's a funnier die thing. Well, what is the who plays them? Who plays the eggplant emoji? I'm gonna just look up emoji movie cast. Give me a second. Anywhere you want to go, we'll go on Ryan and Adam's show. What do we got here? What do we got? You want that emoji movie news? We got it for you, people. I'm not seeing it. Uh, maybe they probably steered clear of the eggplant altogether, I would imagine. You would think. It's a missed opportunity to have not have John Hamm voice the eggplant, though. <laughs> do you think he would do it? If you gave him enough money. Yeah, I guess. I think he uh I think he I think he was pretty embarrassed about the uh the him having a big penis on on, on the internet. Like right? Isn't that like a thing he was running and he looked like he had a big wang and a... Yeah, some TMZ. I think was it him? Maybe I'm thinking of Justin Throw. One of those guys was rumored to have a big Johnson, and they got like embarrassed about it. Which is like, I don't know. I think it would be pretty sweet if everyone thought I had a big Johnson. Well, I don't want anyone knowing anything. Yeah, I guess it's also just like sexualizing. But hey, it happens to every woman ever who's famous. So it's like right. maybe a couple of guys have to deal with it. I, I guess so. Equal opportunity. Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, how do you, I don't know, but how do you feel about, um, John, like, do you think that the penis should be shown in movies as much as boobs? Wow. This is a, a real brain buster of a question. Well, cause I was talking to Chris, former guest, Chris, and Chris, Chris Flynn. Flynn, and we were talking about how, um, in slasher movies, they don't, cause we were watching a Friday the 13th. They don't right, show, exploitation. Yeah. They don't show breasts as much now because it's like expletive and you've heard all these horror stories of women that didn't really want to do it. And I think one of Weinstein's first movies was The Burning, which was a slasher movie, and there's some story about, you know, because right, right. he's a piece of shit. And so it was this thing of like, okay, um, I guess if they're okay with it, it's okay because they should have the right, but should they even it out by showing penises also? The problem is, is showing penises is like an insult also to women. Nobody wants to see an unwelcomed penis. I, I agree with that. So, and it seems, so it's like, should do we show no nudity or I guess it just depends on the movie. I don't know. Nudity in movies. I don't know. I think there should be. <sighs> it used to be it would sell tickets because it was before internet porn. So it's like, okay, you get to see boobs before they're killed yeah, or whatever. Well, you said internet porn killed the erotic thriller. Yeah. That was a great nugget of Ryan wisdom. On I think show. it's true because if you watch a lot of porns now. It's almost like old-fashioned porn where there's like a storyline and like there's like – it's usually something really – it's like they, they, they 
there's no reason for the erotic thriller anymore. You get it. You get it from porn. But uh, you know, it's, I'm just saying. Not that I. I'm, I'm just gonna not talk. I'm not gonna. You. I'm not gonna be like I've never seen porn. What's porn? Like you know, it's like uh, it's everywhere. What do you want me to tell you? But should should there be equal amount of male and female? Nudity? How do you feel about nudity in movies, mainstream movies? Do you think it's something that they should? I mean, I guess if they get permission from her without pre- – the problem is, is it's always going to feel like they're being pressured to do the it. The thing is I don't know what – I don't know the union rules with the contracts. I feel like I feel like every female has to sign like a nudity clause. Like, oh, this – especially with TV shows because the writers are always making things up. And As it's, they go. And it's, and it's going for a long season. You could sign – And moves three, quickly too. Yeah, and you could sign for three seasons and uh, – You're stuck the they could say oh well uh, we don't know if we might need you to get naked would you be in okay the, with that in the future would you be okay with that and then you know you get offered a lot of money you're like yeah i'm okay with it and then when it comes to happen it's like oh geez like sometimes it's weird like uh, game of thrones was a show that and i think snl even did a sketch where it was like 13 year olds were writing it because especially <laughs> in the early seasons it was like just and they south park did that joke with yeah, the, yeah. it was new to the constantly it was like we're gonna have a discussion in a brothel like it was just like nudity constantly and they even had that's how they hooked him i guess there's a little girl on the show um Maisie something she played aria anyway she there's a little girl throughout the whole show and right. spoiler alert she's 18 or 19 whatever she is they have a scene where she's like semi-nude mm. and it's like how do you go about asking her like hey Maisie, who i've known since you were nine we wrote a scene where you have to get naked are you cool with that well do you do you know the uh the one what was her name in, in american beauty was it thora birch that sounds right but i also she, know who you're talking about she was underage for that nude scene and, really and they needed parental permission oh, oh you mean his who plays not the blonde but the girl he, who shows her boobs in the window or whatever right, yeah they needed parental permission that's not for they, her to sign they should not have been allowed to do that. I agree. And I'll tell you something right now. Sometimes you see movies. Yeah, she might have been 17 or something. Sometimes you see know. really sleazy movies. Like right. we've talked about like happiness or whatever, mm-hmm. where there's a kid that's in a very sexual or dirty scene and they film it in a way where the kid doesn't know. So it's like, oh, he didn't know what was going on. And it's like, they still, I don't believe should be allowed to do that because that kid's <laughs> right. going to hit an age where he's going to tell his friends, hey, I got to be in a movie. And that's what you're in the movie. It's like you're still exploiting a kid because the kid has no say on what he's being a part of. Right. So to me, it's like I don't think kids should be used as like props in movies. I don't. I don't think it's okay. Right. Uh, and getting back to the the contract thing and uh, talking about TV shows, I know that they made all the women in the Netflix show Glow about the the lady wrestlers. Yeah, I like that show. They may, I think they made every woman ha- have to sign, you know, you might need to do a nudity clause in your contract. And, and I many believe, of them have at this point. I believe Mark Marin in solidarity, included that yeah. in his own contract. And there is like a butt shot of Marin at one point. Yeah. And uh, that's good. You know, I think that you shouldn't ask your female actresses to do what, like, everybody should be prepared to do the same thing on a movie. And that should be yeah, because- somewhat agreed upon and... You, know. you do have to think, like, burping a lot. It is, whether you want to admit it or not, almost every time, exploitive. Because there's mm. no... I've seen Glow, and I have saw the nude scenes. There was no reason 
for any of that. Right. At no moment was it like a story thing or for a joke or for a... It was just they're in the locker room and they're naked or like, you know, and so it's like... That is just purely for buzz. Mm. So people are like, "Oh, you're Allison Brie shows her boobs," and just like, "There's so that's fine if they if they're down to do it. They're adults. Nope. I'm not gonna tell anybody what they can do with their body, but there's something about it that feels strange to me. There is a scene where Allison Brie, there's a joke scene. Is a joke scene? Yeah, yeah, where yeah. she's trying to cheer up uh, another yeah. one of the the lady wrestlers by doing of like a funny dance. Yes, and she's yes, topless, which I think is. Uh, that's like, I think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, at least it's fun. It's like it's, it seems like something like the real women would do in that situation. And I will give them credit. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> if my cameras have told me anything, <laughs> if there, Demen- I will, a demented man. I will say this: it's never done sexually. It's always very casual. Like I said, mm. they're just in a locker room, so that's not so bad, I guess. But it, it, it's like, also I don't care. Again, like. I look at naked people all the time, you know, like, I think, like, if someone wants to be naked, sure, go be naked. I'm just saying, like, it's weird. It's weird in movies when people, like, the underage thing is, there was a, speaking of Friday the 13th, there was a sex scene in, um, I think, the third one, and they cut it out last minute before the movie was released because they found out the girl was underage. Oh, wow, okay. And uh, so that, that's, it's, it's crazy to me that they asked the parents, and the parents said, yes, that would have been okay. I believe that is... That's the real story. That feels very bizarre to me. Yeah, but as far as should there be equal nudity, it's kind of hard to say because every story is different. Every story demands something different. Uh, you can't force it, you yeah, know? The exploitative nature uh, can sometimes be fun, and I'm sure some people are completely okay with that, but I'm sure a lot of people pretend to be completely okay with it, and they're not. And they feel like they have to because it's, it's the movie, and that's where it gets and, like hairy. And, like, and then everybody's like, "Come on, you got to do this. And it's funny, or you're, you're it's gonna, gonna be really cool. You're gonna ruin. You're gonna ruin the movie right. if you don't do it. Like that kind of pressure is insane to put on someone. If they, if like, you know, you can't show a um, a hard penis. Yeah, I think I, I knew that. That's why, like, you know, like forgetting Sarah Martin. Whenever you see a penis, it's or you know, it's always a, a limp penis. But you can tell, you can tell that actor is at the very least. Shaking that thing so it doesn't look too shriveled, but I, I, he's waking it up a Fluff, little. Fluffing, yeah. as they say in the, the industry. But yeah, you can't have a hard penis because I guess that's like too intimidating. That's too like, oh man, you Dude, know. I went on a um, uh, a walking tour in Portland, Oregon, and I'll I'll never forget the guy was telling us the rules about being naked in Portland, and basically <laughs> you can be naked in Portland, but yeah, one of the rules was. Uh, you can't. You you need to not be excited, as as a man but is how he put here's it. Here's the thing. Okay, most people wouldn't have a problem with that, but like, there are exceptions where, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there are certain excitable guys. You know, there could if you, be. If you were in public, I don't think I wouldn't. No, it I'm would lucky. Be, I'm lucky yeah. if it ever works. But I'm talking. About <laughs> I've I've had those dreams. Did you ever have a dream where you were naked in a department store and you're? Like I've had this dream. of all the weird creep dreams I've had, believe it or not, because I think that's a common dream. I have never had the naked dream and that I, I know. And of. I feel like I have to duck behind things and like cover myself. It's a classic dream. Yeah, like, it's like a scene in a in a movie. But I've had that dream and it's it's terrifying. And I you know no, I don't think I would be excited. But we happen to know for fact that there are creepy. Also, what if you're just a dude and you're walking around and you're like, I'm not going to get excited. I just want to be naked. And then like a naked lady. 
or, or, or man, whatever he's into, walks by, and he goes, uh-oh. And you got to cover it up, I guess. With your hand? Like, you got to find, you got to duck for cover? I don't know. Uh, Portland. The rules of being naked in Portland. Nudity laws. Portland nudity. Public nudity is broadly legal in Oregon. State law says you can do as you like as long as you don't do it with the intent to cause arousal in others. Oh, with the intent. Yeah, there's a intent attached to it. Yeah. To put it another way, nudity is legal in Portland as long as there's no chance anyone might be enjoying it. I got to tell you, if people are walking around naked, somebody's going to enjoy it. It's. Yeah. I get their point, though. I get their point. They're trying It's an to- artistic... Yes, yes. Real artsy, uh, progressive city, that Portland. Yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with nudity, you know, but... I'll, I'll be the first to admit I'm a I'm a I'm a bashful person. I'm not walking around <laughs> naked. It's um, it's uh, nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody wants me walking around naked. Uh, and one more thing, I, I know we're on a long naked discussion. I, here. I don't know what's going on right now. I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about on this I, one. I this. just I just saw some post and it was a picture of the <laughs> the the kid who's in the swimming pool on the cover of Nirvana. Uh, yeah. What was that album Never called? Mind. Never mind. <laughs> And uh, there was a quote by him, and he says, sometimes I'll go to, into a baseball stadium, and I'll just wonder, everybody in the stadium has seen my little tiny baby penis. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just... You know what's crazy? That's true. Yeah. Like, how surreal would it be <laughs> to just know everybody here, or at least many, saw my baby penis? <laughs> Again, by the way, only the sickest and weirdest of people are sexualizing a baby, but I'm still not sure that those they should have even been allowed to do that. Oh no, no, not at all. Again, like I get it, like it's like a national ge- geographic, like we're all human, we all naked, but there's a lot of weird people out there, and if the kid can't okay it, I just I don't know. That's weird to me. And then the other thing is his parents got paid a ridiculously low sum of money. Yeah, for him to do that, and. That album has sold tens of millions of copies, and they only got, I think it was something crazy, like $200 or something. I got to tell you, (laughs) I don't have any problem with a naked baby on the cover of the CD, but let me just say, they should have got paid a lot of money for that. Oh, absolutely. That that kid should should have some money for that. That's my honest-to-God opinion. I mean, he could sell money for speaking engagements. (laughs) I would go to shit. I would go to shit, and I'd say, do you want to see it? It doesn't look like a baby penis anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you can see. Let me prove to you. Wasn't he gonna do like a? It was an anniversary, and I think they were gonna retake that picture, but they like wouldn't let him, or he didn't want to. What? That's that's bizarre. Yeah, there's a story behind. That. Yeah, there's a funny Onion article. I don't know if it's Onion or Hard Times, but it's something like, uh, like <laughs> mourning all the dead babies that died in the making of that album. <laughs> like drowned. <laughs> that's. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right. Uh, you know what? This was a weird, weird long this discussion. Is a, this is a weird long discussion. Uh, we're at the midway point, and we haven't done this in a while. You oh. want to shuffle it? That used to be the whole fucking <laughs> thing, right? And then we would talk about what played. We're Let's... gonna do our first shuffle in pff, months. Months. No, no guest. Let's you know. Let's spin the wheel. All right.
Wang Chung with Fire in the Twilight. Hey, people. This is the, um, what did you call it? Ryan and Adam's Excellent Show. And Ryan's, Ryan and Adam's Excellent Podcast. Because we are in, trapped in the 80s, I guess. Yeah, we can't seem to get out of the 80s. Unavoidable. We've done the last two episodes in a row now, and it just seems like we're 80, the 80s have, are stuck with us. That song was from The Breakfast Club. And uh, I went through kind of a weird Wang Chung phase after watching uh, To Live and Die in L.A. I don't think anybody goes through a Wang Chung phase without <laughs> it being weird. And I, <laughs> I've never seen uh, To Live and Die in L.A. Oh, my God. Would I like it? You, it, you would love it. Really? It's, it's, it's basically the 70s French Connection. Or Sorry, the 80s French Connection. It's good? I thought it was awesome. Wow. I've never I've never seen there's a weird grittiness to it. I think it's Willem Dafoe's first major role. And huh. uh who's the the guy uh from CSI and uh he was in Manhunter? What's that guy's oh, name? Oh god, I don't He's he's the the main guy. I I would used to know. I can't. I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, the the guy. Yeah, it's about these two secret service agents that are trying to track down a guy that's making counterfeit bills and it's just a gritty L.A. Noir in the 80s, and Wang Chung does all the music, and you would never... That soundtrack is just a banger from top to bottom. It's so good. I only know, like, you know, that one... I know the ones I've heard in movies, you know? Everybody Wang Chung tonight, you know? (laughs) Dude, they can bring it. Like, they... I think that their soundtrack, you could... For that film, you could stack up with any other '80s soundtrack, *Tangerine Dream* or I'll look. I'll look at the you. soundtrack. I should see the movie. I like um, *L.A. Noirs*. Like I'm watching um, *Perry Mason*. I know nothing about um, the original *Perry Mason*, but the cast is pretty good, and it's like a classic, like sleazy detective, like yeah. 1930s, like *L.A. Noir*. And I love those. I love like. I've read. I used to read like Raymond Chandler and stuff. Like I like uh, all that old detective film noir stuff. So it's it's just super bleak. It's like every episode yeah. is like suicides and murder. They haven't done any kind of. Uh, it hasn't gotten too uh, bad yet, but like it's 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 going for that HBO like you know like right. darkness, which is can be a little annoying sometimes. But it's a pretty cool show so far. I've watched four of them and I've I've liked it. There you go, people. But uh, there you go, people. Um, it's fun to go back and forth between that and Cobra Kai. <laughs> the moods. It's a little like, mood swinging. A little bit of a whiplash. But um, I'll check out To Live and Die in L.A. Do it. I'm, t- I'm telling you. I'm, Bill Friedkin? Yeah. You can't beat Bill Friedkin with a stick. I, I have not seen enough Friedkin. I don't think I have either. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a few of the You can't main... beat him with a stick. I haven't seen that much of <laughs> yeah, him either. Yeah, who is he? No, I... I think there's just a few key ones I'm missing. I, I've seen a few key... Look, you can't see I'm not one of those guys where if I like a director it's like now I've got to see all his movies. It's like I'll watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it. Coincidentally, I've seen a handful of freakins because I wanted to watch those individual movies. So it says something about his movies. I want to look what is I want to look up his his films. The films of Bill Friedkin. Uh, the French Connection is probably is or The Exorcist. What do you think is more known? The Exorcist, without yeah. any fucking doubt in my mind. Yeah, you're you're right. You're I right. mean, French Connection maybe at the time, and it's not a bad movie, but good lord, The Exorcist, come on. Yeah, you're talking. That's uh, 
Yeah, wow. Way uh way early 70s. It's kind of crazy. This guy's had such a crazy long career. Yeah, To Live and Die in LA came out in 85. That movie the movie Sorcerer. I never which, saw, but people hype it up. Yeah, which I have yet to see. Dude, Cruisin'. Have you seen Cruisin'? No, I've not seen Cruisin'. Dude, Cruisin' is wacky. Yeah. It is out there. It's gritty and it's Pacino. You've never seen Pacino. He doesn't yell a lot. He probably yells a lot. <laughs> I would imagine he yells, but this is uh this is I think it's a, a pretty big stretch for Pacino, the places that this movie takes him. I know generally what it's about. I've never seen it. I didn't know that he directed Blue Chips. Had no Don't idea. know what that is. Didn't he do Bug? I've never seen Bug. Yeah, dude. Uh, You're a Bug fan, I know. Dude, Bug is Bug is unreal. I've never seen Bug. I've seen Killer Joe. Yeah, there's a big spread between when Bug was released and when like, Cruisin' was in 1980. And they feel very much of their times. He he changed with the times, which is cool. A lot of directors, like Carpenter, as much as I like him, could not seem to move with the times. That's right, yes. Some guys just can't seem to do it. And uh, De Palma is another guy that... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just, I just like watched, Snake Eyes? Like, ugh. I watched one of his more recent movies, and uh, ever since he made that movie about the Black Dahlia that bombed at the box office, right? He he's almost like blacklisted from Hollywood. So he makes these kind of almost foreign films produced by, I, I want to say, like produced in Italy or France. Well, or it's like out Francis there. Ford Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola, like, I don't know what happened. He he, just like, he opened his own movie studio and bankrupted it. I think is what happened. I mean, and, and I don't know. He did. I know he made a movie called Twixt with Val Kilmer, which I did not see. Was that recently? It feels recent, but it was probably like fifteen years ago. But right. he, he just hasn't been. Um, I don't know. I I don't know what happens to these old guys. I think that I think it's just hard to keep up with the times. You're like, you're not. You know, you, what you're making is not working anymore, I guess. I, I don't know. I got to say, yeah, like, uh, freaking, he's got a pretty good spread over a long period of time, and he'll have many years. Like, he did a movie called Rampage in 87, didn't make another movie until 90. But, like, like yeah, To Live and Die in L.A., and then you pre- pretty much... Not much until Bug in 2006. Yeah, you almost like skipped the whole 90s almost. Yeah, although I've heard, I've heard of this movie Blue Chips. I think it's about basketball. He did a movie called Jade. He's in it? Yeah, he directed it. Oh. Jade sounds it's, familiar. It's, it's an American erotic thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, Caruso's in it. And yeah. Caruso. Caruso and Chaz Palminteri. Oh yeah, that guy, the the Bronx Tale guy. Oh, this is a, a movie made for my uh my Zoom movie meetup. What you guys just watched sleazy erotic thrillers? We watched uh, what was the one? Basic Instinct. Oh yeah, yeah, I've that, seen that's, that. That's that's the ultimate nine sleazy nineties. Isn't that erotic. Verhoeven? Yeah, it's a Verhoeven I've film. S- I've seen it. It's not very good. No, it, it was it was very bad. Yeah. But it's a perfect movie to put on with your pals and you know yeah. just rag on it the whole time. I know we've talked about this before, but I feel like Michael Douglas was sort of the king of those movies for a while. Oh, yeah. I don't know why him. Basic Instinct, Fatal Attraction. Uh, he was in one with Demi Moore. Where oh, she, what was where that she was like called? claiming he like raped her, but really it was that she was trying to get with him. 
Yeah. Right? Something like that. Yeah, that sounds like an amazing, a great movie to make now. <laughs> a movie about how men are treated badly by women. <laughs> Those women in power oh, what are was always that? taking advantage of men. What was that movie called? Uh, I don't know. Sleazy Michael op- Douglas movie 5. Open uh, Sesame. <laughs> what was it? Michael Douglas. Fatal Attraction I never saw, but it's the famous one. Again, where she's obsessed with him and like kills his Dude, rabbit. it's Michael Douglas. I know. Everyone loves him and killing everybody over him. I don't get it. Even even uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the, the grandma and Nutty Professor. Oh, that Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah. I never understand certain people that people think are good looking. I'm not. I, I don't get Michael Douglas. I gotta tell you another one I don't really get is Kevin Bacon. Women, I right? Don't women like Kevin Bacon? I don't. But then again, I'm not into. I don't know. I don't know what people like. If I knew what people like, I wouldn't look like me. You know? Yeah, dude. Even when he was young, Michael Douglas, like he always kind of looked like. Uh, he always looks angry too. Yeah. He doesn't look like a fun guy to be around. What was that movie? Disclosure was the Disclosure. Name of that movie. There you go. Open Sesame. Is that what you guessed? Uh, these these <laughs> <laughs> types of roles, these fills of male victimization yeah. have, been, have in films such as Fatal Attraction, War of the Roses. I never bas- saw that. That's a DeVito thing, I think. I think I saw it a long time ago. Uh, basic Instinct, Falling Down. Yes, that's true. Man, male what, victimization. Yeah, he is the most male victimization actor ever. <laughs> like, what is wrong with that guy? And and disclosure. Yeah. Yeah, Falling Down is one of those movies that the guy who wrote Falling Down, and I don't want to get like political, he said this, not me. Mm. He said defense in that movie would definitely be a Trump fan. Cause I, I imagine. He's just a guy. Who thinks the world is disenfranchised male who just thinks the world? I think he was supposed to be like severely mentally ill too, but that movie does not age that well, I, I imagine. I haven't uh, seen it in a long time, so. I'll finish this paragraph. Uh, for his characters in, these, in films such as these, any kind of sexual contact with someone other than his mate and the mother of his children is destined to come at a costly price. Uh, Pun intended. Edelman describes his characters as, quote, the every man who must contend with and be victimized by these women and their raging psychotic sexuality. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, that Michael Douglas. Let me tell you, this guy. Psychosexual. This guy. Yeah, Michael Douglas is just too hard to resist. You've got to kill over him. <laughs> He's on. It's there's. He's just too good. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't know. It was a genre. People love that shit. Oh man. Well, that 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 was a, a Michael Douglas conversation at a left field. Well, well, last time we talked about erotic thrillers, I said um, there was a movie called, and I never saw the movie fully, but there was a movie called The Crush, and it was uh, Lisa Silverstone is like. Um, I think it was her. She's underage, but she's in love with that Carrie Ells guy. Right, right. And he like doesn't want any part of it, but she's like oh, harassing heard... him. Right. And it's again, it's this classic thing. Not to say that these situations never come up, but it's like I'm watching a movie about an underage girl that's terrorizing a guy because she has a crush on him. It's like it usually probably goes the other way. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, you if you just reverse it, it's like oh no. What if the man was being? It's like okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's I get it, but like I don't think that's coming up all that often. <laughs> yeah. Who's who's this generation's male victim, Michael Douglas? Going I don't know. To be? You, I mean, you can't do you it. You can't do it. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing that's going to happen. 
in movies nowadays. I'm trying to picture a a guy certain stuff remaking these movies and who would be Michael Douglas if you had to remake that run of movies. Oh man, I just know like a, a slightly unattractive guy <laughs> that for some reason is is for some unre- reason found who who's a, a an an actor that people go nuts over. Um that's, that's not that attractive. I don't know. I, I This is a, a really weird That's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. A really weird topic of discussion. All right, let me see uh That's a genre of movies. Uh, you know how we talk about how some genre of movies can't be made now. There's somewhere I completely am okay with it. Somewhere it's like you know, uh cops that don't follow the rules where it's kind of a bummer. But then there's some like this where it's like, you know what? This genre can die. We 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 don't need it. We don't Right. It's been done. As long as a movie has been done or a subject has been done, it's out there. You don't have to do it again. It's over. We're past the. We're past it. All right. I've, here's an act, an article from USA Today, uh, August eleventh, twenty twenty. Highest paid actors of twenty twenty. Dwayne Johnson is number one again. Is the headline. And that would not work, by the way. <laughs> no, no. He, you can't put Dwayne Johnson in for. He's, all right. He's a little too family friendly, and he's. All right, Jim Dwayne Johnson. He, uh, if you're if you're wondering, his earnings estimate is eighty seven point five million. So so he's, yeah, he's he, good. Yeah, he earns that. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, seventy one point. Did you just nail it on the second one? Because I feel like he's a little too um, snarky. Right. And he almost might have too much personality. You got to find someone who's like cardboard. Right. Michael Douglas is like a cardboard. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, maybe. Get getting warmer. Yeah, getting, may, that's getting, that's not bad. Getting warm. Ben Affleck. <gasps> oh, dude, oh, that's it. That's it. That's ben it. Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, he, he wasn't Gone Girl. Sort of. Sort of like that. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg was in Fear, but he was the villain in that. No, I think Ben Affleck. You may have nailed it. You can't get. Ben, I'll keep going down the list, but right now, Ben Affleck, Vin Diesel. No, I can't do it. No, no, can't do Vin Diesel. I'll just drive over her with a car. With Manuel Miranda. Yeah, that'd be really weird. <laughs> that'd be really weird. Uh, I never saw Hamilton. Will Smith wouldn't work. Nah. Adam Sandler not going to work. Eh, no. No, Jackie Chan not going to work. I would work. love to see it with Jackie Chan. Yeah, a remake of Basic Instinct <laughs> with Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. And who would be the Sharon Stone character? Do I need to put up the uh, highest paid? Yes. All right, let's see. Uh, who's who's going to be with Jackie Chan? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, this might be one of the weirdest ones we've done. Actresses. Yeah, top, I apologize top. to the listener for all now, my burps. Now this is here's uh, double standards on Google searching. I put top ten actors, and of course, 2020, and it's by money, and yeah. then top, and then top ten. Actresses. It's by looks. It's yeah, top ten Hollywood yeah. actresses, stunningly beautiful. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, that is, do, that is they do like misogyny. Hot, hottest of over forty. The weirdest was when it's hottest like under twenty. <laughs> it's like what? Uh, hottest under thirty. It's like it's just so sleazy. Uh, I think I found one on uh, highest paid actresses. Yeah, high. I want to know who the highest highest. Who's it gonna be? Paid actresses. Who did it used to be? Julia Roberts and like, remember them? Remember her? Remember Julia Meg, Roberts? Meg Ryan? I remember Meg Ryan. Nineties um, actresses that just sort of faded away. Well, this is this is the the 
what what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, patriarchy. Is it because this is oh the boy. patriarchy? Yeah, it's because they get old. Yeah, Adam's gonna go on a feminist rant on. Oh, you know who still? Adam's show. You know who still gets roles, but she just plays sort of like the hot older woman now. Is um, the, oh, what's her name from from uh, my cousin Vinny? Marissa Tomei. Yeah, Marissa Tomei still gets roles, but she plays like Peter Parker's hot aunt. She plays like the hot older lady and things. Yes, yeah, so- somebody once uh, tried to describe it to me, and they're like, oh, well, the reason why you don't see Meg Ryan anymore and actresses like her of that generation is because they're unwilling to take roles as old ladies and moms. Right. And uh, that's and it's kind of a shame that, that that's all they would get offered. That is the problem. Uh, older guys, it gets harder for anybody older, but yeah, they, older get, guys they are, get more offers they're than just, that. They're distinguished or something. Yeah. This is, yeah, the double standards. Yeah. This Nobody is, wants to see an old lady. It's like they're making a new Top Gun. No Kelly McGillis. You're not going to see Kelly McGillis as a romantic lead for Tom Cruise. They'll probably get like a 35-year-old. Uh, you know? it, it is what it is. It is it's, you know? That's, like, just, just state the fact, Yeah. and you know. Yeah. You know what's what's up. Everyone it, does. It's not, yeah, and it's not cool. <laughs> you just know that's not cool. Yeah. And uh, coming in at number one, ho- highest paid actresses, which her, the earnings are much less. Dwayne than, The Rock Johnson? Much less than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, 56 mil. Okay. Yeah, she's she's in the bunch. She's good, right? That that Yeah. Uh, I don't think you could, she could be... Uh, Sharon Stone no. in Basic Instinct. What are we doing? We're recasting. <laughs> we're recasting Basic Instinct, and I believe, I believe we're now doing it with Jackie Chan. Yes. <laughs> um, Sofia Vergara, number two. That'd be interesting, but let's keep going. Reese Witherspoon. Still. Still. Reese When's Witherspoon. the last time she did something that was? I guess she had, wasn't she on an HBO show? Yeah, yeah. With I think with Nicole Kidman, right? Number four, she's number four. Weren't wow. they on a show together? I think, but they still get paid the highest. See, that feels weird to me too. Well, There's gotta also, be some I new know, actresses. This this website I'm on is also not like bullshit.com. I think it's yeah, it's bullshit.com. So don't don't go on this one. Jennifer Aniston, number five. Yeah, she still does stuff. Now she does like the hot older lady thing too, where she's in comedies like Kaylee Cuco. Is that how you say her name? Cuco. Cuco. Kaylee Cuco. Kaylee. I don't know if that's how you say her name. It, well, she's white. I can pronounce it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? If she was Asian, it would be offensive for me to pronounce it wrong. She's it would white. Just be an honest mistake, I think. I know, but I'm doing a voice. I'm doing a Kaylee Cuco. I can't do that for anyone that's not. I can do it for her. This is this is a bizarre <laughs> road we're going down. She's from the Big Bang Theory, right? She is. Yes. I don't really watch the show Bazinga. Bazinga. Yeah. What do you mean you don't watch the Big Bang Theory? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's before I really even knew the show. Elizabeth Moss. Okay. From she, Mad Men. Well, she was an Invisible Man. That yeah, was a she, huge hit. Yeah. She, I did not see it. Did you see that? I didn't see it either. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie. You know, I'm surprised she doesn't make more than like Reese Witherspoon because I think, and not even surely by looks, I'm not being, she is in some big fucking movies. Margot Robbie, yes. Yeah, she's huge right now. I mean, she's in like huge yeah. stuff. She, she should be making she's Dwayne in, the Rock Johnson money. Seriously, she's not only in a comic book franchise, right? She's played that character like three times now, but 
She was in Wolf of Wall Street. She was um, nominated for Oscars for like I, Tanya. And what else oh, was yeah. she just in that was huge? Oh, she was just in another movie that was – I can't remember. She was just in another big movie. She's around though. She's in a bunch. Now, I, I'm a big fan of number nine on this list, Charlize Theron. I think Charlize Theron's great. Yeah. yeah. She she can do a wide range yeah, I agree. Of, of roles. And uh, yeah, I just saw The Devil's Advocate for the first time pretty recently. And I've never seen she it. She was very young in that movie, and she killed it. She was awesome. Yeah. She was in... Um uh, she was in Arrested Development, right? Yes, she yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's great. I think she's in a lot of great stuff. Yeah, she, now she's and she's Fury like, Road, right? What is, is it? Yeah, she's a huge action yeah. hero now. Oh, and by the should way, Margot Robbie, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, that was. How did we forget that one? But between between her and um, Charlie Theron, they should be making more money than Nicole Kidman. I can't name one Nicole Kidman movie in the last twenty years. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I agree. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> it doesn't done well. Like, it's crazy. That's to me. more than twenty years. Yeah, it's crazy to me. Now, who's Ellen Pom- Pompeo? Do you know who that is? I do not. Make making. I might. I but I don't know everyone's name. Ellen Pompeo. Ellen Pompeo. What a weird episode. We're gonna be like, why didn't we talk about this, that, and this? Instead, we talked about the weirdest. Ah, uh, Ellen Pompeo. I believe. Pompeo. She in Grey's Anatomy. Is that where I know her face from? I don't know. That show's been on for, I think, since I was born. That show's been on for. <laughs> uh, yes, Grey's Anatomy. Is she Grey? Uh, I, I, I don't even know who Grey I, is. I don't know who, and the, anything about that show. I've Me watched zero episodes Same, of it. But it's been on forever. She, she's Dr. Meredith Grey, and she's been in 363 Dude, episodes by the way, of that show. Like ER, you can recast it. How are you going to recast it? Her name is in the title. Do you know how much fucking money she must make? A lot. That's well, she's well, been on for like 16 years. Yeah, she's on the uh she's in the top 10. Yeah. She's there. I didn't know her name though. That's, I didn't that's either. wild. Wow, we we really know. Nobody knows how to burn an hour like Ryan and Adam. I am a, I am great at it. And I could I'm telling you like of all the great things we could have talked about, we just you just go from one thing and see how you get to the next thing. I could do it all day. I'm I love it. Ryan and Adam uncensored bullshitting. and real bullshitting being beamed into your ear holes right now. Th- thanks for listening. Has that really been an hour? Yes, it's really been an hour. I never know when you're wrapping up and I'm so bummed out that we're done cuz that was a lot of fun. Yes, I uh th- this was so much fun. Yeah, it was. And uh I'm so glad that I'm here right now. Yeah, it was a great time. And uh do you have a do we have a song? Have we talked about this? Yeah, we did we mentioned one song that we're going to play. Um we did. Yes. Do you, what are you going to say a quote? Yeah, the one thing that I don't I'm not crazy about with the quote thing is you'll say a quote and then I'll play a song that doesn't make any sense to the quote. How's about this? No quote. No, no. Do you have a quote? I could, now I, we now we know it's a possibility, so I don't care what the quote is. I I gotta be honest with you. I you got, you got I, nothing. I I would have to think about it. Then you've got dead air. I don't have a quote prepared. It's a podcast. Dead air doesn't matter. I don't have on a, a quote. podcast. All right. Well, give me give me something. What can I quote? <laughs> you know anything from Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> Do you know anything? We only from- talked about the sleaziest and shittiest of things. A basic <laughs> instinct. Like, I don't think we talked about anything good. I'm like I don't I don't know what to quote.
then uh, no quote. I could just pull out any movie quote or any quote out of my ass, but like that doesn't work. If you have any questions, comments, wisecracks, please feel free to email us at the truth, ryanadam.com. Also, check the show description for some charity links. Check them out, okay? Maybe do your good deed for the day for once. Yeah, I always say, like, I know money's tough for a lot of people right now, and a lot of people donated to corona and fires and all these other things, but we're just trying to say, like, you know, do the right thing. You know, look into it, you know? Just look at the description. You know what you should do. And just feel, try to feel your heart. Not physically, but emotionally. I could say that. I could say look into your heart. That's a Miller's Crossing oh quote. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening. Look into your heart. <laughs>